Okay, welcome everyone. This is literally the worst podcast. We'll explain the title in a, in a short bit. I'm Eden Kukumins and this is Alon Schwartz. And um, yeah, basically we have a lot of opinions and a lot of things to say about a lot of subjects. Most of them geek culture or geek culture related, but we'll basically talk about whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, we reserve the right to talk about vegetables if we want, anything else that comes to our mind. We just kind of need... An audience, or, or less than an audience, more of a stage, right? Yeah, we don't really care if there is an audience at this point. <laughs> I mean, it would be it nice. Goes. It would be nice. It would be nice, yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's basically just a place for us to talk about vegetables. Vegetables, yeah. I don't know why that's the first thing that came <laughs> to my mind when I was thinking about esoteric stuff. Anyway, um, so we don't really have a very strict format, right? We're going to do this like in a conversation sort of way, but we're going to choose one big topic each time, each episode, you can't see me doing the air quotes, <laughs> but I'm doing the air quotes. Um, and we'll just run with it. Uh, the aim is to... It's less of a depth analysis, right? More than a breadth analysis. Yeah, we're more just... We, like you said, we have opinions w- about things with the O in opinions capitalized. <laughs> uh, and you may listen to them if you want. That's pretty much the format of this podcast. Yeah. So, as we said, we're going to be focusing about uh, on gay culture. We might bring up recent events, but we might not. We might just focus on generic subjects. And we thought we'd open with sort of a meta-subject, a subject that bothers us a lot in our daily lives and which kind of informs the rest of the subjects that we'll talk about. It's like maybe a category for the rest of the things we'll talk about, and that's cultural consumption. What does that mean? So basically, uh, I don't... I, I have yet to find, like, a good name for it, which doesn't sound like... I don't know, consumption is usually about resources. Yeah. Uh, but it basically means that there are so many TV shows and movies and books and comics and games and board games, and it's like this constant bo- bombardment of things you should be spending time on. And um, so basically, how do you approach that? How you manage that? If it even needs to be approached or managed, or just do whatever the fuck you feel like doing at this yeah. this instance in time. Um, so yeah, that's like the general. I think that the last point you raised is an interesting one to open with. Should it be approached? I mean, we have this instinct, right? Everybody's born with the ability to consume culture. I mean, we learn it at, at, at young ages, but as we grow, we kind of figure out our own pace. But at some point, I think, or in the 21st century, right, or at a certain age, it just becomes impossible because you have so many not only not only amount, but also different sources. Like, how is a person supposed to be an expert in listening to music, reading books, reading comic books, uh, reading web comics, uh, playing games? Like, it's so many skills, and I think that at some point you have to approach it rationally. You have to like remove yourself from the subject and look at it from outside. And that's what you did, right? With your yeah. we'll talk about it later, like your project, you took it one step further, right? You, you created yeah, rules and, and subsets and all that stuff. <laughs> The thing is, so there's this big problem I'm seeing with uh, fear of missing out about hashtag culture. FOMO. Hashtag FOMO. <laughs> about, uh, <laughs> two minutes in. Yeah, we hashtag. We hashtag. So, especially as you said, 21st century and social networks and blah blah blah, it's it's almost expected of you. Uh, oh my God, ha- how have you not read this book or seen this movie? And uh, there's constantly new shows coming out, and they all sound great, 
except for most of them with John Sun shit. Um, so, and I, I've been hearing from a lot of friends saying that, oh, this sucks. I'll never be able to listen to all the music I want. There are so many good albums and I'll never finish music. <laughs> and for me, that's a great thing yeah. about the, the age we live in, yeah. that I'll never run out of books. There are more... There's more music being published each year than you consume in that year. Like, you consume maybe 1% of all the music that's published. Yeah. Right? I even in one year. I even consume about 1% of good music yeah. that's published. Yeah, that's yeah, interesting definitely. to me. Definitely. Even if we narrow it down to that. So, um, my sort of response to this hashtag FOMO thing is just don't do that. Which I know sounds like really... Over yeah, it's, easier, yeah, it's easier to say and do. It's easier to say and do, and it's not like I'm perfect at it. And whenever someone talks about something I've been wanting to uh, consume, I, it's not a good word. <laughs> it's the only word we have. It's, it's the only word. It's we the only have. word we have. If you have a better <laughs> word, a better word, uh, leave it in the comments. Yeah, let us know. But um, generally, as you said, like. In the end, you won't beat this, and you shouldn't, and you shouldn't even aspire to. So do things at your own pace. But I think that, you know, you have FOMO, which is created by third-party sources, like uh, content creators or content aggregators, and that's that's easier to tune out, as you say. But the problem is, is that most of the time, people who generate FOMO are your friends. And that's much harder, because your social network is something, not, not Facebook, like social old school social networks, <laughs> IRL social networks, uh, they generate this form because, you know, we're all part of these networks who, which are defined by culture consumption, right, in a lot of ways. They're defined by the way that they dress and speak, but also by the type of culture that they, they consume. And your entry key to these networks is the, the, t- the culture you consume. And we can talk about gatekeeping and fake gamer girls and all that fucking bullshit, but... It, we probably will. At some we probably point. will at some point. But even like below that level of gatekeeping, everybody gatekeeps all the time. Yeah. And I think that's when FOMO becomes very, very difficult to handle when it's constantly surrounding you. So I think that saying stop feeling FOMO needs to come from the other direction of stop making people feel FOMO. Yeah. Or you can uh, you can do the other thing, which is instead of saying, "Oh, how can." Can you have not seen yeah. blah, blah, blah? Go, oh, you haven't seen blah, blah, blah? Come but over yeah, yeah, next week. Let's so watch we it have together. To, uh, to mention 10,000 from yeah, XKCD. Exactly. Right? Yeah, so, the, so it, what, what is the figure? That one in 10,000 uh, people or something like that will discover something new each day? Is that the I thing? don't remember. We'll Whatever. Like, it's we'll, link. we'll link I, it, yeah. yeah. So the, the point is that when someone comes to you and says, um, oh, you tell them, oh, man, I can't believe David Bowie died. It was so good in Leibniz. And they say, I haven't watched Leibniz. Your reaction shouldn't be, oh my god, you haven't seen Leibniz, you have to see it. Say, Thursday, 9.30, yeah, come over, let's watch Leibniz. Or even the difference between, oh, how come you haven't seen it, it's a great movie, yeah. you've missed out. It can be like, oh, how fun for you, you get to see Labyrinth for the first for time. For the first time, yeah, definitely. Go do that, or come over and do that. Yeah, and I think that the second, I mean, that this topic that this naturally feeds into is, and we've actually mentioned it already, is that in order to avoid this FOMO, you should branch out as much as you can in your consumption of culture. People get... I mean, it's easy to stay in the comfort zone, right? You, you read books for 15 years, and then books become very comfortable for you. You know 
how to search for them, you know how to read them, you know how to analyze them, but you miss out on so much when you when you confine yourself to one sort of media, right? And it really should be consumption across as many media platforms as possible. And I mean, I don't want to be too you know mystical and theosophy and stuff like that, but they're basically the same. Comic books and games and music and books are at an essential level of storytelling. And even music without lyrics, by the way. And I think that if you cross-consume across them, cross-consume across them, <laughs> if you <laughs> diversify the, the platforms which you take media from, that will solve a lot of your form. Because even if you had, if even if you haven't read all the comic books, you've read some of them. So when someone says, have you read New 52? You can say, no, but I have read Watchmen. Watchmen. And then you have something to talk about. And uh, one thing that I hearing a lot, especially in regards to games, is, so, no, I don't like video games. They're yeah. not for me. Which, in my opinion, is, well, I'm sorry if any of the listeners are the people who told me this, <laughs> but I think that's stupid. Because video games and every other uh, medium we mentioned is so broad. Yeah. It has so many different experiences. I don't like weather. Yeah, it's exactly. It's the same thing. I don't like food. I don't <laughs> Food. In general, it's just not. I tried. I tried it, and it's not. It's not great for me. It wasn't for me. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay, so if we go with video games, um, this game came out a few weeks ago called Doctor Langescope, the Tiger and the Terribly Cursed Emerald, a Whirlwind Heist. Can't believe you remember. Never mind the the title. title. (laughs) So I won't say anything about the game because I don't want to turn this into a gaming podcast because we have enough of those. But it's twenty minutes. It's free. It's really funny. You don't need any experience in games to play it. So I tell this to people and they say, oh, I'm, I'm not really into video games. How yeah. do you know? You haven't tried this game. I guarantee you it's different than anything else you've tried. I think that, yeah, it's just bringing out so many different types of, of information that you can consume. It's ridiculous. And, I mean, maybe books are the exception here. Because books are very hard to get into, right? Yeah. Because... Well, if you're talking about physical books, it's also hard to acquire them, even though you can order anything online today. Um, but it's also hard to read them because they're often long and they take more time. But even books, you can find so many short-form novellas, short stories, com- compendiums, all sorts of stuff which is much faster and, and easier to consume. That It's ridiculous to just rule out an entire genre of, of media. It's just a shame to me. And the same people that feel... FOMO are the same people that just with a hand wave yeah. cancel so many types, like so many sources of media that, they, that could cure their FOMO. Again, air quotes on, on cure. Let's talk about mass media. Because okay. you kind of took this yeah. whole thing, you took it to the next level, right? Yeah, I took it to the next level. So what I did uh, during 2015 is I wanted to be like, uh, to diversify my uh, media consumption, cultural consumption, and so what I did was take five mediums, uh, which is comics, games, like video games, uh, books, TV shows, and movies. And each month I'd pick three of them and have the, like this goal. So if this is a book month, then I want to read 400 pages of book or books uh, during this month. And uh, for like see six movies, whatever. Um, so it's kind of like there are a lot of reading challenges, like Oh, the Goodreads reading challenge reads so-and-so books this year. So it's kind of like that, but across multiple media. And uh, it kind of worked. I did, I did like, 
Uh, most of the year I did uh, fulfill, fulfill? Fulfill, yeah. Fulfill my goals uh, for every month. And it wasn't like this hard uh, requirement of, oh no, I... <laughs> I failed. Yeah, I have three days left and I need to read <laughs> 300 pages, so I skip work. Yeah. Um, But I think that's a trick, right? You need to be flexible with it. You need, yeah. to, you set, you need to set accomplishable goals. But also be flexible in case you don't meet them and don't feel too hard on yourself. Yeah, exactly. Don't. So if in September I spent like most of the month either abroad or moving to a new apartment, then fuck it, I missed out on most Obviously. of September and so on. And I really suggest to think about doing something like that for yourselves because um, one thing it did accomplish, which I set out to do and it did really accomplish, is that Like, I felt I was wasting a lot of time, wasting with air quotes, which you can't yeah. see, um, on, like, oh, I'm at home, I have all these books I want to read, all these TV shows I want to watch, and I sit and browse Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, I scroll. For, I scroll yeah. for two hours. Yeah. And now it's 2 a.m. and I have to go to bed. And having, like, this uh, goal that I keep track of kind of eliminated that problem completely. Mm-hmm. Because I would... it I would open Facebook and then two minutes later it's like oh wait I want I have to I have stuff to do yeah you, you have a goal to accomplish I have a goal to accomplish uh, so that was really nice about that yeah. I mean did it also wasn't it nice also to look back and kind of be able to curate the stuff that you consume yeah so another huge added bonus of it which I'm keeping for this year even though I'm not doing the whole goals thing is just tracking like everything yeah uh, so I know a lot of people won't be into that uh, like oh I just watched an episode so I have to go on my phone and log that um, for me it's really fun because you can look back and see like oh this is how many books I've read this year oh yeah this and that TV show I've watched it in July yeah um, I think that will become much more valuable as time goes on and I'll have like a backlog of years of what I've seen what I've read when and where and Definitely, I think that, I mean, I, I don't log my, my consumption, but I also have, I, I consume mostly books, so it's, it's easier to log them because it's less, less instances, because I don't read like 500 books a year, although I wish I could. Um, but I think that every consumption of media, and this like goes back to the beginning of what we talked about, at the end of the day is an act of creating yourself. And, and attaching things to, to who you are. So I'm Eden and I read science fiction and I read chronicles and I play board games and I play computer games. And it's really the root of FOMO, I think, is being afraid of not having things to display. Like you end up at a party and someone is talking about all this media that he consumed and you can't retort. And if you curate it, if you log it, you can look back and sort of gain a map of yourself. That's why I like having a library. Because the library displays all the content that you consume, right? And one of my favorite experiences is when new people come into my room and they're like, holy shit, this library is amazing. And they, and they start looking at, at the books and they ask me about book titles. So maybe in my head, I'm imagining this uh, sci-fi film. It probably has Tom Cruise because it's that sort of sci-fi <laughs> film, right? And you can, think, you can already see how the CGI looks. Everything is blue yeah. and cool screens. Minority and Report. Minority Report, like, yeah? And people have libraries in their room that don't only include... Don't, books and yeah it's all the media that you created in a browsable form like the shelves and you can see someone's movies and computer that's, games and shows that's sort of what like uh, 
Facebook, for instance, has been aiming for yeah, with, uh, where, where you can see like uh, right which uh, movies you've seen and blah blah blah. It hasn't really it hasn't really evolved, and I think it needs to be in the same place. And I think that what I'm envisioning is that you'll copy it from the virtual space into a physical oh, representation. So you'll have a library. I think you can design it today. Now with yeah, you like can Wi-Fi, like a tab- tablet, tablet, yeah, tablet. tablet. <laughs> <laughs> you can put like a screen, and then you can you can sync up with your computer, and you can show all the items in a browsable form. And I think that until we have that, our personal logs and creating personal logs is a very good way to a calm yourself and say, okay, I'm doing what I can with the time that I have because we're all busy, busy people. And secondly, just look back and and, and see what you've consumed. Yeah. Plus, you can then, like what I did was, at the end of every month, I published like this short uh, status update of here are the good and bad things I've consumed this month. Yeah. And it's a fun way to just uh, start a little discussion about the things yeah. you... Well, that, that's the other end of, of displaying yourself, right? That people can interact with that display and then comment on that display. I mean, displaying yourself is, at its essence, a social experience, right? And, and you want people to... Well, it's a bit ironic that I'm saying with this podcast where we don't really care about interaction, but at the end of the day, I think that we consume together, right? Yeah. We, we consume as groups. And forget forget the obvious stuff of, of like recommendations. You ask people for book recommendations and they tell you which, book to, which books to read or which games to play. You also consume as a group because when you read a book, you talk about it with your friends. Even if they haven't read it, we talk about the basic premises and... And I'm not even talking about computer games, multiplayer, and stuff like that. Yeah, or even TV shows or, or movies where you watch them physically. Yeah, in the same and way. even if you don't, everybody's seen in the last few months Hateful Eight, right? Or the last few weeks. Or, I mean, most people. Star Wars. Star Wars, Avengers, the yeah, big stuff, right? You consume them together. Which, by the way, can lead to a tangent about spoilers, which we should discuss in another episode. Yeah. <laughs> spoilers? Uh, it's, it's Let's not spoil the spoilers oh. discussion. <laughs> I think the last thing I want to say on the subject is let's talk about old media. Let's talk yeah. about the ways in which we consume. I think that old media, uh, I won't lie, I have like the nostalgia value of books, right? And I'm not one of those people who smell, books smell terrible. Let's just, if you think that books smell well, it's just because you're addicted to the smell of vanilla or something, and it's terrible, right? I, think, I find it disgusting. But I don't, but. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. It's a smell. It's a smell, yeah. It's an opinion. It's a, Well, your opinion is bad, but what I'm saying is, is that... <laughs> and, you, didn't, you didn't see even pointing, pointing at the at mic. The mic, the mic <laughs> has a bad opinion. No, the mic is like the symbol of the listeners, right? Yeah. Um, so what I'm saying is not just books, but also comic books. I have so many comic books, and I, I don't have room for them anymore. I physically don't have room for them. And digital comic books are good today, but they're not perfect. Yeah. Not everything gets published... Digitally, like excessively, and when it does, not everything is very compatible. Some things are too zoomed in or too zoomed out. And um, books, Kindle is nice, but it, it doesn't have everything, and it's not quite there yet. But I really think that it's inevitable. Yeah. Do you agree? Do you think it's like a trajectory? It's it's yeah. It has I, to de- happen? I definitely think that. I think that um, like even though I agree that Kindle and digital comics, like on, even on big tablets, which I have one, just for comics, or mostly for comics, um, even though it's not perfect, it's so great, Yeah. and it facilitates, like, I've, I've experienced this myself, and every single one of my friends who got Kindle immediately started reading, like, 500% more yeah. than they did previously. Yeah. 
Um, so I think, like, yeah, we want as much content as possible, and it's so readily available that... But again, I feel like I think books will take a long time to go. I don't think they'll ever actually disappear. There will always be sections of the population that will consume books and will have books. I think as we move along, they will become more and more a luxury good, right? Yeah, like because you have the few books that you love and you want on display, for instance. Yeah, and if you have like large libraries, I think it will be, A, you'll have to be rich because space will become more and more expensive, and B, it will be eccentric. Right? You'll be that yeah, guy with the library. The library. When today, it isn't, it isn't that eccentric, but you have at least three, four people in each social circle who have a substantial book collection. I think that the, the really last thing on, on the last subject that I want, want to say here is that what's missing for me is that display capability. Yeah. I can't display my Kindle collection and it drives me crazy. I can't display the, 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 the comic books that I read and it drives me crazy. It's not because, you know, I have some sort of Exhibition, yeah, and masturbatory and quality and that I have to talk about how great I am. I want other people to access this media. I want other people to see what I think is good, what yeah. I think is worth reading, and I can't do that with Kindle and digital comics again. Yeah, I mean, they you do have like Kindle is wired into Goodreads, and you can rate books, and people can go into Goodreads. It's but not no, the same. It's not the same. It's it not the same. so much more effort, and the fact that it's not centralized, that I can't like come over to your house yeah, and see, see what you like. Yeah. That's not a hard problem to solve. It's a hard problem to solve. Well. Well, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I do foresee that, like, in the next few years, like, there are all these sort of content um, providers like Amazon and uh, Steam. Apple. And Apple and so on. And it doesn't take a lot to tie, tie it all in. I think that Steam does it well, by the way. Steam does it you well. You can see other people's libraries. That's really cool. Yeah. But... For instance, if I go to your house, I don't see, see your Steam Deck. Yeah, but that's what we talked about, you know, yeah. like interactive shelves. But, but for now... No, but, but even... I don't have a virtual equivalent of going to your house. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I need to go... If I'm, face, if I'm stalking you online, for instance, <laughs> not that I am. Uh, you uh, should. So I need to go to your uh, Steam account and to your Amazon account, which probably doesn't even... even Allow you access, because yeah. why would it? Why would it? And uh, to... Page. I don't think that's tracked anywhere, and that's shame. That's yeah, that's shame. shame. Okay, we didn't really think about how we're gonna end these episodes. No, nope. but I, I mean, end of the episode. End, this, this is the end of the episode. Uh, thanks for listening. Next time, what are we gonna talk about next time? We're gonna uh, talk about pen and paper pen games. Uh, you wanna tune into that uh, because how, how long have I been playing? I've been playing fifteen years, I think. I, I think about two hundred. 200 years? Yeah. yeah, 200 years sounds like. Okay. So we'll see you next before, time. Before pens. Before pens? Pencil and paper. Quills and paper. Quills and paper. We'll talk about quill and paper yeah. next time. So, um, so yeah, we, you can find us. Well, we don't really know where we can find us, but look at the links. Yeah. We, we'll have places YouTube? where okay. you can find us. YouTube. Facebook. Cloud, Facebook, Twitter, Twitter. Pinterest. You reserve all the hashtags yeah. and all the handles. Pinterest. We're, okay. we're very strong on Pinterest. Pinterest, yeah. Pinterest yeah. trending right now. <laughs> Bye, guys. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.